Good evening and welcome to NRL 360 Rugby League from every angle. I'm Ben Eichen, together with Paul Kent from the Daily Telegraph. And not for much longer, eh? Bit of breaking news <laughs> no. out of Brisbane late this afternoon. There was, Ben. You're, uh, you're leaving us to go back to the Broncos as the head of football. Yeah. Big decision. Mate, I would say out of the frying pan into the fire, to be honest. I don't know how you're going to... I'm just worried about what you're going to write. Well, and look, if I I'll, want to tune I'll, into this you'll get, show. A, you'll get a week's moratorium and then we'll gut you. So. Yeah, OK. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair <laughs> that's enough. That's just par for the course. You know, we'll, give you, we'll give you a chance, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you've got, you got six days start on us and then we're after you. Well, let's get them in because uh, they want to join the conversation. James, Phil, Rothfield, yeah. good evening to you both. Are you going to miss me? Am I going to miss you? Um, you're the voice... <laughs> look, I will say this. You're the voice of reason on this show and you will be missed. But as a referee... When these two start playing up, yep. which is, happens every Monday night, you are very ordinary, and I don't think you back me. <laughs> okay, I, I don't think you back me. Enough. How uh, seriously? How are you going to yeah. fix the Broncos? Yeah, look, that's a question that can only be answered once you get your feet under the desk, and that's the truth of it. Um, but it's a big job, but it's a, a great club, and you know, there's still winning in the walls there. The NRL team's not going tremendously well at the moment. But uh, I've had a bit to do with Dave Donaghy since he beat me for the top job <laughs> last year. Yeah. I like Dave. I like what he wants to do at the Broncos. Mm. And I know that the Broncos need to be better. They can be better. And in this role, I get a great opportunity to make them better, be part of the solution. OK, so just, just explain to us then what exactly this role is, what you will be doing there and obviously how you can help the club. So it's to work with the head coach to oversee the football program. So that's, that includes What does the, that include? For the people at home who don't know what the program entails... Well, roster management's a big part, isn't Absolutely it? Absolutely it is. Yeah, so, so you're in charge... Will you be telling Kevy who to hire and fire, or does Kevy say to you? Yeah, that, look, that's still to be determined. So, as I said, when I get in there and sit down with the head coach and the CEO, we'll map out how this is going to work. But the yeah. truth of it is, yeah. is that between the chairman, the CEO, the head coach and the GM of footy, as is the case in most NRL clubs, it's all about alignment. It's a shared responsibility. It's not about reporting lines, BK. And I think you'd all agree yeah. that at the moment, for the Broncos, it's about getting everybody on the same page mm. and as quickly as possible. I'd all hands on deck. I'm just as interested. Do you have any say in who replaces this great man? I, I, I do, Buzz. I do. Because and, uh, I know... Uh, are you say, actually going to bounce it off me? you failed to make the short list. Oh, have I? Oh, <laughs> really? really? Yeah. So, I was going to hang around and do a Well, pilot. no, look, I rang uh, Graham Hughes today and he said, I'm not Now, can I tell you something else? Yes. I've been a big supporter of keeping you in that chair. Now, have with you? me gone, I can't guarantee... <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Uh, you might Why don't you get one more dig in before I go? If you want a ratings dive, go ahead. <laughs> oh, right, right, uh. All right, can we stop talking yeah. about me and move yeah. on to some real news? Uh, State of Origin 2 is looming at a rate of knots and the Queensland Maroons announced their team for Game 2 this morning and there have been some changes. Uh, Reese Walsh, on debut at 18 years of age, comes into the side at fullback. Valentine Holmes, of course, shifts from fullback to the wing. Uh, Andrew McCulloch, no Harry Grant. The Dragons number nine will be the Queensland number nine. Huge in for Queensland, Josh Papali. He starts in the front row, pushing Tino for Sumala Awi uh, to lock. Joy Arrow will start. David Fafita goes to the bench. Ben Hunt comes in as the utility for AJ Brimson. And uh, Francis Molo, Frankie Molo, mm. will make his mm. debut for the Maroons. How good. So 
on first glance at that side, do you think it's a team that can level a series in front of a home crowd? Um, I'll start off. I think it's a much, much better football team than we saw in Townsville. Reason being, Christian Welsh was hurt so early and Papa Leahy. So they've got two great front rowers. They've got a much fitter, match-ready Cameron Munster. He played strong on the weekend. So there's three reasons. And I really applaud the excitement machine, Reese Walsh, at fullback in that this isn't a game where they defend and try to save the series. This is a game they've got to attack and win and win. I see on the opposite. I, 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 Queensland have got to defend their way to victory. You cannot outscore this New South Wales team. They've got to go in with a defensive mindset. And on that basis, this is a better and, balanced and, and, side. And I would argue reason, the forward yeah. pack's got more punch. And the bench uh, has a greater impact with David Fafita, who I think they'll use rather than on an edge, mm. just let him loose in the middle and try and make some inroads that way. So let's stick on Rhys Walsh and uh, let, we'll have a look at his numbers for uh, season 2021 and you'll see that they are fairly impressive. So seven games, uh, four tries, tri uh, seven tries, seven line breaks, eight line break assists, 28 tackle busts. It's fair to say that from the moment he got his shot for the Warriors hoops that uh, it's not as though he's waited for the game to come to him. He's a dynamo, Ben. He's a whiz kid. We've been lucky enough this season. We've seen Sam Walker unearthed and this young man as well. It's the old adage, if you're good enough, you're old enough. And in Reese Walsh's case, I think it's a smart selection considering what Queensland had available. No Kalen Ponga. They've had some other injury issues as well. They need an X factor. This kid can be it. They need so to score points, can't he? Oh, they've they got need to score, to score some, points. but they're not going to win by scoring points. They're not going to outscore this... If they go out and make it a shootout, Buzz, they don't win. They are have you to saying defend... he's weak in defence? Uh, no, I've got no problem with it. I, I I'll tell you sharp. the other thing is, yeah. which you know, has to be considered, is that the fullback plays a very important role in organising the a defensive line. Yes. He's young, he's still learning that, so you would hope, and based on what I've seen, he, he doesn't seem to be shy of a voice. But still, this is origin, and organising a Maroons defensive line is no easy task. I think it's a big job. Look, all the best wishes to him. I, I don't know. I, I think this New South Wales team is something very special. And I think, yeah, Reese Walsh is, what, the fourth youngest player ever. You, of all people, probably got the best advice for him, Ben. You are, you are the youngest player ever to play Origin. And, and how he gets through this week, what, what would your advice be? I think he needs to stay really close to his coach so that his role can be made very clear and simple. Mm. And I know whenever I've played bad in Origin, even as a young guy, and it's, it's probably hard to say because I came off the bench in my first Origin series, is to keep your head out of the noise, one. But the moment you do get into the game, get real busy real quick. Yeah. Uh, because Origin happens so fast is that you, you almost blink and 20 minutes has passed by. So this week, there's a, it's, a, it's a different origin. It's a shortened week. They only get a week's preparation rather than the, the, the week and a half that they normally get. That could get. be good for him. I, I was going to say that. And so the, the, the early part of the week, which is the traditional origin bonding period and all the rest of that, he misses all that. Is that going to be good for him? Or, or is that a detriment that he can't relax into the camp sort of environment? Now I think get in, get training, have a couple of beers on the first night, meet your teammates, and then he'll be just wanting to get on the field because the more you're on the field, learning and understanding what your role is and being able to put that in practice, so get the football in your hands, get to work with your teammates. And I, I, I reckon Paul Green, 
will accommodate that, knowing that he's got a couple of debutants in the side, particularly one that's playing in a key position. The training will mean everything for him. You know, he, he won't the need other... time to relax. He'll, he'll just want to get to game. On that front, I know it's Paul Green as a head coach and then Jonathan Thurston and Neil Henry, but do they get Billy Slater involved at any point to work with this young bloke? Because you look at what he's been able to do, the improvement. did Billy say he wouldn't Players pick like him? Ryan Pappenhausen and... I, I, I think Paul Green would be mad not to reach out to Billy. And based on what Billy said publicly before, anything that Queensland needs him to do during the camp, ben, he will make himself ben, The weakness of Queensland that was there in Game 1 is still there in Game 2. Kenny, the th there is a difference. If you're going to debut an 18-year-old, you do it at Suncorp if you're a Queenslander. I, I, I agree. It, it's not a serious decider at Stadium Australia. Well, it is for Queensland. Well, it's a serious decide for and they lose this game for all. That's why you know they'll be so up for it. And if you look at their record, Freddie is yet to win a game as a coach at Suncorp Stadium. They've only won yeah, two out of their the last 12 games yeah, up there. A, a, the lot, a lot of the organising the fullbacks do defensively is, is on the edge defenders, OK? And numbering up, make sure that they're properly numbered up and all the rest of it. New South Wales absolutely slaughtered Queensland through the centres. Capel and Gagai. But that's because they lost the middle. Yes. Yeah. It was a flow and effect from well, losing the middle. Well, that might be and the case. And the other thing is, is they caught him out with um, Tommy Turbo going the other side. They had no pre-game plan for it. And yeah. It'll be different, Candy. I'll need a couple of old heads, the Queenslanders, but they're going to get it right. Speaking of old heads, uh, we know Dragons dummy half Andrew McCulloch uh, gets another chance in the Rose jersey. And he joins us now. Uh, Macca, congratulations. Now, I, I bet you didn't think this would happen when your hamstring was hanging off the bone in Newcastle last year. No, definitely not, mate. It's um, crazy how footy works out and, you know, opportunities just present themselves when you, you know, least expect it. Do you think Origin's going to be different from last time you played it? That was uh, 2018. There's been some real changes since then. Oh... I think Origins is going to be Origin pure and simple. They're always going to be the toughest, hardest, fastest game. So, obviously, the new rules are in place. It could be a little bit, but in saying that too, I, you know, they're always tough. So, you know, there's no easy games. Andrew, the, uh, the big result in Game 1, you've got to turn that round now at Suncorp Stadium. And the big reason that's being given as the explanation for why Queensland would dominate so much was that they lost the middle. How do you make sure you win the middle in this game? Oh, just turning the ball over in the good field positions. You know, Kenny, obviously they've got a quality back line, so we just need to turn the ball over, you know, inside the 10 and make them come out of trouble. And, yeah, looking for a bit of vision there today. Um, you know, the boys have touched on a little bit of that and, and how they should have improved their game. And, you know, it, 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 it all comes back to aggression, intensity, you know, the, the thrill of playing in origin games, which is going to count. Andrew, we've been just talking about Reese Walsh and can he handle it? Big occasion. How is he in camp? How have you found him? Had you met him previously? Yeah, well, he was actually uh, at the Broncos there for a while while I was there during the, the pre-season. So he's a good kid. He's a confident, confident lad. And, you know, he's got to where he is today because of that. You know, he backs himself. And if he sees something, he's going to go for it. So no doubt Greeny will have a good chat to him throughout the week and the rest of the coaching staff about what Walsh can do for this team. And... They've obviously got him in here for that particular reason and the boys are just going to get around and help him out as much as possible. Andrew, there's been a lot made of a photograph from Game 1 where Jerome Luai was standing over the top of Felice Kafusi. Will that get a mention in the Queensland camp at all this week? Oh, I'm not too sure, mate. We've only just got into camp today and we just did a little bit of review and 
you know, not a great deal of detail just yet. We're built into the week, but you know, nothing's been said yet. But um, you know, still a few days out. Uh, has it been explained to you what Ben Hunt's role will be when he comes on? Will it be sharing the, the dummy half duties with you, or do they play him in, in the middle? Uh, yeah, not too sure yet, Ike. We've got a field session tomorrow, so we sort of get a bit of a balance of from um, Greeny, what he wants there from that. And whatever that might be, I'm happy to play 20 minutes, 60 minutes, 80 minutes, whatever's best for the team. And no doubt, uh, you know, Honey's the same. So however he works out, I'm not too sure yet, mate, but um, we'll find out tomorrow. All right, so before we let you go, just tell us, you've been in camp. I know it's only been for one day, but mood is good. Confidence is high. Yeah, it certainly is, mate. The guys are nice and relaxed. You know, it's obviously a nice spot down here in the Goldie. So, yeah, you know, I'm really looking forward to spending the next couple of days with a lot of these blokes I haven't had much to do with over the time. So, just build it in the week and, you know, as the intensity gets up, the back end of the week, I can't wait. Andrew McCulloch, all the very best in Game 1 and thanks for your time tonight on NRL 360. Cheers, boys. Thank you. So there he is, the Queensland number nine. Felt like he was at pains to give nothing away. I think Ben Hunt's a good inclusion, though, for the Maroons. Would you agree? Yeah. It's always frightening when Queensland are very quiet, too, in camp. There's, uh, you know what comes. It's just like they just let the pressure build from within and come kick off, boom, off it goes. And yeah. They've been doing this for 40 years, but you know, it's a concern. You know Ben Wales. Hunt is going to play confident. You saw his game the other night in Wollongong. I thought it was one of his best games for St George. Yeah, he played a ripper. And he's got a history of lifting for test football, mm. for origin football. Great selection. All right, uh, Queensland coach Paul Green uh, spoke with the media today and shared his views on the exciting debutants. It's a great opportunity. It's a great story. Um, he's, he's passed every test he's, he's had to go through so far. So, um, you know, good players uh, in the past have come up at that level, particularly, you know, around origin. He certainly showed he's got the confidence. Uh, he's not afraid to back himself. Uh, and, and a good trait in, in most good players is if they make a mistake, they can get themselves back in the game pretty quickly. And he's been able to, to do that. Three months ago, he couldn't even break into the Broncos' top 30 squad. Now he's playing origin. Where has he come from, in, in your view, to, to rise to this level straight away? Um... Oh, I think there's, there's part of it's circumstances, um, but also I think, as I said before, he, he's handled every step up so far. Uh, he's a confident kid. Um, he's, he's physical enough. So, you know, I, I'm, as I said, I've got confidence that he'll get the job done. Frank Milo's story. story. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great story. Um, he's had his challenges, Frank. You know, lots been said about that, uh, but he's, you know, he's, he's had different areas of his game that he's no doubt had to improve and he's worked hard at that over a, a long period of time too. So, uh, again, really, really pleased to, to give someone an opportunity. Having known and coached Frank for, for a while, I, I know his strengths and weaknesses and um, I've also seen firsthand how much he's applied himself to try and get better in his game and he's, he's shown that um, with his club footy. So, yeah, really pleased to give him an opportunity. Now it's up to Frank to take it and, and give us his best. Yeah, Paul Green's right. Uh, Frank Marlowe's been fantastic for the Cowboys since he arrived in North Queensland. Reminds me a lot of Mo Fodawaka. We'll bring a real energy off the bench that the, the Queenslanders are going to need. Now, uh, let's turn our attention to the Blues. Uh, just the one change for New South Wales. Jake Travojevic out. So Junior Paulo comes into the starting side in the front row. Angus Crichton will come onto the bench. And 
That's a pretty damn good side right there because it's pretty much the same as the last one. But I'm a big Junior Paulo fan. To crack team, Ben, they're going to have to come up with the blueprint to try and shut down the New South Wales back five because, as we've discussed already, Tommy Turbo was so lethal yesterday. His numbers were off the charts again. Between Tommy Turbo and Nathan Cleary, the Blues have got the best two informed players in the NRL at the moment in their 17. So the Maroons have got their work cut out. I probably don't want to hear the answer to this, but do you think the Blues can get better? I do. I, 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 look, I, we spoke before game one. I, I thought that back line was something we haven't seen before. Scary good. It was, it yeah. was. And, and they're going to be better for it. They, what, what they won't have in their favour is the ambush factor with, with Tom floating around the field and popping up. But by the same token, that's very hard game plan because it, that, that's, it's not planned, it's not structured in any way. That's just Tom seeing an opportunity and saying, I might put myself over there because I'm sniffing something out. Yeah. How do you anticipate that? You can't. I think the only challenge for New South Wales is to make sure that they're mentally prepared on the night to go because Queensland will come firing out and be very aggressive and very physical early in the game and New South Wales has just got to be ready for that. Caddy, that brings me to my point. I don't know if you agree or not, but I think we've replaced a great middle forward in Jake Turbo with Angus Crichton, who's a specialist edge forward. So I think we might be a little light in the middle. And if they were going Angus to do a... Angus can play the middle, disagree, but yeah, just but, on, He but, has uh, played both. He's played both Dale edges Finucan and he's played the middle. Is, and physically, Angus is his biggest tall. Well, we have, uh, well, let, let's go there now, because Angus Crichton did get the call-up for Game 2. Uh, he joins us now. Angus, you're in the squad, you're on the bench. Well done. What, what role do you expect to play? I haven't sort of been given a full rundown by Freddie yet, but I think um, over the next couple of days we'll sort of clear that up a little bit. But, yeah, just super stoked to be in the side and can't wait, can't wait to go to work with the boys. And one of those boys you began to work with is the, uh, the Penrith halfback and captain Nathan Cleary, who you came up against on the weekend. Tell me just what sort of rich vein of form is Cleary in at the moment? Yeah, he's got the ball in the string at the minute, so um, it'll be it'll be good fun linking up with him on the same team. Obviously, saw that from the other side of the field last week, and even just training today, the way he's passing the ball and kicking the ball, um, he's in so much control, and can't wait to get on the field and sort of take use of him. Angus, uh, the Blues were devastating game one up in Townsville, but it's the same old story. You now go to game two at Suncorp Stadium. Brad Filler yet to win a game there at Suncorp Stadium. How do you make sure there's no complacency after such a dominant win? Yeah, I guess I, I won't feel that complacency because I wasn't on the field and playing at all. I'm, I'm raring to go and really excited and I feel like everyone's sort of got that same mentality. Um, we, we understand that that game, uh, that was a long time ago in rugby league terms, so uh, everyone's getting ready to go. How big an in for Queensland is Josh Papali'i? Yeah, massive. I think uh, he's obviously one of the forward leaders and gets their pack rolling, and that was where they uh, could have used some help in the last game. So, yeah, definitely be looking out for him. Angus, have you guys spoken yet about Reese Walsh and the selection, shock selection of an 18-year-old fullback? Yeah, I, don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a shock. He's been playing some really good footy, and obviously he's young, but if you're, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to playing against him. I think we'll have some, some things that we'll look at during the week and as a pack, um, yeah. 
uh, I guess we'll do some work. So what sort of uh, origin reception can he expect then? Uh, I'm not going to go out and say any crazy things, but I think um, you guys can expect um, what, what he'll see in origin. Angus, you were part of the Blues setup last season uh, against the Queensland side that was labelled the worst state of origin side in 40 years. Has that been spoken about, the fact that uh, you guys lost that series and it was a series that New South Wales was always expected to win? No, we haven't spoken about last year at all, mate. Um, it's really, really good feeling in the camp. So I just came in and a uh, really fresh crew and some guys that made their debuts and... Yeah, I guess we're just really focused on this next game. They had a great win last last game, and I just can't wait to jump on the back of it. So will we see much difference in the the New South Wales game plan going to this game, or is it going to be more of the same from game one? Like, how do you change things up, and how do you how do you maintain what happened up in game one? I guess we just got to recreate it. Um, we've got a really talented side, and, and they've got strike power all over the park, and it's just a matter of playing our game and, and playing that wild ball footy and taking it to those guys. Angus, can I ask you a question about your future? I find it unusual a player of your standing in the game chose to sign for only one more season at the Roosters. Why was that? Yeah, there was just a bit of... Um, that was just the way it sort of worked out, I think. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep most of that confidential because I don't want to talk out of tongue, but um, I'm really keen to stay at the club, but that was just the deal that we got to at that point in time, and I'm really looking forward to try and extend that into the future. You're not going to Rugby Union, mate, I hope? No, no, no plans for that at all, mate. Fair enough. All right, Angus, uh, well, thanks for your time tonight on NRL 360, and all the very best in State of Origin 2. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, oh, I didn't really mean that. Oh, no, he didn't. That's all right. He wouldn't answer, but what, what do you think Reese Walsh can expect on Sunday night? Look, they'll sledge him. They'll try to intimidate him. Sledge him? Nathan Cleary they will, will be fizzing torpedo bombing. You've got to get to him first, Candy. You've got yeah, to get to him. But they'll, get, uh, they'll rough him up. They'll give him a welcome to Origin moment. Yeah. They've got to. That's, that's, he's going to be expecting that. Don't disappoint the kid. But he's Literally had that Jake in the Clifford NRL. tortured him on Saturday. And look, it was tricky conditions was up there in Newcastle. It was blowing a gale. But there's no question Nathan Cleary is one of the best exponents of a variety of aerial bombs. And Reese will have plenty of those coming. But it's, a, it's, a, it's the gentle art of mental disintegration. <laughs> is that gentle, is it? Mm. It's, what it it's what it is. Oh. That'll be coming. I won't have any more of that. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, Buzz, I know you've got the team sheet in front of you, so just focus on the blues based mm. on what you're seeing there. Is there any chinks that the uh, well, Maroons might be able to chink. exploit? I told you a chink which these blokes... Unusually don't disagree. Get upset with. About it. There's one middle forward on the bench, Paul. There's one middle forward. <laughs> well, there is. But uh, Angus can play in the middle. Liam Martin can play they in the middle. They don't regularly play there. I am worried, and but I know the rules stopped... have changed, Ben, and yep. all that stuff. I like big, big, big boppers on the bench and just keep rolling them over. Mm. You know, Are they going to return? Is Angus Crichton and Liam Martin going to return kickoffs? I don't, I don't. I think they'll do whatever's asked of them. Look, mm. I, I was worried about Latrell in the lead up to last and game. Still are. Yep, still. But I'm more worried about the you, bloke on the other side of the field. You, you can't often. be serious. Listen now. Oh, you're worried the other way. Yeah. I, I, I'm going. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, tonight's nominee for our play performance of the round, brought to you by Zero Online Accounting. It's just one, and we've gone a little different tonight. You've got three <laughs> choices: Tom Travoyevich from the weekend, round 15. 
Tom Travojevic from round 11 or Tom Travojevic from round 9. Now, he was magnificent on the weekend. We know that. But for all the train spotters out there, and I know there's a few, jump on the Fox Sports website and check out the numbers for these three performances. They are off the charts. You lodge your vote on Twitter using the hashtag NRL360. And, of course, we'll announce which turbo won later in the show. Uh, we'll take a break, drill into the big talking points in round 15 next. Thanks for listening to the first segment of NRL 360. Watch the full show live every Monday through Wednesday at 6.30pm on Fox League and catch a full replay on KO. G'day, it's Matty Johns here from the Matty Johns Podcast. Now, each week on a Wednesday, I'm going to talk rugby league, bringing listeners to the very latest from the NRL, including insight analysis from one of the sharpest minds in the game, Cooper Cron. Plus, on Fridays, we'll bring you inside the Johns family household. When I googled electric eel, it came up with the most frequently asked questions. First one was, can I power my house with electric eels? <laughs> Whether it's uh, NRL or laughs, there's something in this podcast for everyone. Search for the Matty Johns Podcast wherever you get your podcast.